Uh, I, I, I am sometimes blown away. And while many of the last years, it felt like I was trudging in mud and never going to get where I wanted to be. Um, I feel it and see it now every single day. And I am blown away by what's possible in this life, by how capable we all are of creating that and, and making it happen. And, you know, what started as a question, what, what are my dreams? I don't have any. I'm concerned. What what do I want to do in this life? Um, has morphed and shaped itself into the most amazing life. And talking about a session that I ran last night, but I just watching the way that the universe guides you exactly where you're supposed to be. Um always blows my mind and I can't even explain how blessed I've been in this life even though there were so many dark and long days where I didn't know why everything had happened um to now look back and put those dots together it all makes such beautiful poetic sense and all of the no's and closed doors were meant to push me to exactly where I am today. So if you're having a day or a week or a month or a year that you're going, I don't know how much longer I can stay in these shadows. I don't know how many more closed doors I can survive. I just want to tell you to keep going. Like those, those dots are going to make sense. They're, they're all going to line up. And one day you're going to look up and not believe the life that you've created for yourself. So keep going. It'll, it'll all make sense. I promise. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation 
and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Hey, welcome to the Heads of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. It's great to be with you today, wherever we are, enjoying our time together. I just want you to know that your dreams are worth it. You are worth it. The life that you are maybe only able to imagine right now is so possible. It it just is. Even if you can only dream about portions of it, it's here. You're on the cusp of it. You You can do it. You can make it happen. So part of making that happen is believing you're good enough to do that. And that's why we practice greatness grounding. So my great thing, <laughs> it, uh, I am doing so many amazing things. Um, and this isn't like, oh my gosh, Hannah's so amazing. Pat herself on the back. I'm like, I feel so very blessed um, to be the person who gets to do this work, to be trusted with so many dreams and ideas and excitement and the number of people that I am responsible for with their dreams, I feel like grows every single day. And, you know, that that is overwhelming at times. Um, to to know that there are so many people who need this uh, and that I'm responsible for building how to help more people gets overwhelming, um, <laughs> but like beautifully overwhelming, right? It's it. I couldn't ask for a better task in life. I couldn't even have imagined my life being where it is today. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't stress that comes with that and and bad things that come with that, but it's so amazing. It's so amazing how completely capable we are of making dreams happen. And gosh, I am like the biggest dream nerd that probably exists on this planet, self-admitted. And I, I get to do that work every day. Wake up and figure out how to make those things happen. Wake up and figure out how to help people make those things happen for themselves and getting messages. And at, at one point, I think I imagined it being this like, coaching thing. And I knew that there was this really strong call to do the thing, not just talk about the dreams and, and help them set up, you know, motivations and blah, cause that stuff runs out. And, um, I knew if I was going to do it, it'd have to be this different way of doing things. And I love being able to implement that into everything that I'm doing. It's like, gosh, I have consulted on a lot of meetings that have to be corporate because they are literally are corporate. <laughs> and so, right, like there's this 
corporate undertone to everything and my entire being wants to break free from that. And, you know, there are things that I'll always be in and be drawn to. And then there's this beautiful world that I'm creating within what I'm doing now. And it's colorful and different and movement and excitement. And while that's not always a fit um, for every single person, it is everything that I could dream and imagine and more. And so my great thing is just continuing to to grow that, to grow the people that this work impacts, to know that every day I get to wake up and help people do their dreams, right? That's what this whole podcast is about. Do your dreams. Do them. This isn't about motivating you so someday you get to them or even just saying them. This is like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to declare it. I'm going to say the things that I want and then I'm going to go after them. I'm going to do the things. And I, as the teacher of the doing sometimes, um, construct ways to turn that into an action versus a discussion, versus a maybe word, how do we make this a movement? And that's really where my focus lies. We aren't just saying we want to go do these things, we're doing them. We aren't just saying we want to have a lemonade stand and we're doing them and we're going to create spaces for that to happen. And it's also very exciting to me. So that, I don't know. I, as someone who has been saying for almost five years now that you can, you can make your dream life happen. Like if there's a reality that you want to create, you know, the way that I ended my last book, um, how do you, how do you create your dream life? This is how you do it, right? Like, I don't know how you do that. I can't teach you how to do that, but I can tell you how I did. And in my letter to myself, you know, I am your persistence. This is reading directly from The Death of a Dream, an athlete's journey to finding a passion-filled existence after athletics by Hannah Ness. That's me. Hi, I wrote a book. I don't know if you know that. Um, but I did. And this is in the last chapter titled Persistence. I am your persistence. I am the part of you that never gave up. And this is what I want you to know. You are so strong and smart. You have never once given up and you have always found a way. You cannot and will not be stopped, just like you never have been before. You are the person you have always dreamed of. People and challenges have been put in front of you with purpose to show you that purpose. Your purpose is what is, your purpose is what it has always been. And you have what it takes. And you always have. You have never stopped. And you never will. You make your life happen. No one else does ever again.
From here on out, I promise to stop attaching myself to someone else's agenda for my life. Sincerely, your persistence. And as I facilitated a a community meeting last night, and as I am in the first session for Do School Publish, right? Like we're helping people publish their books. Like what a big dream to check off the list. Um, As I continue to impact these groups, I think, gosh, you know, I'm looking at that dream happening. I'm looking at this counter full of colorful, crazy whistles and stopwatches and (laughs) rainbow post-it notes and a meeting where people move and it's electric and the energy is like instantly different from anything that you've ever felt. And I feel that. I feel that excitement for that. And I, I'm creating this, right? Like this is amazing because this really is the energy of people doing their dreams. This is not the energy of Hannah sitting here and telling you, oh, I wrote a book and I'm so amazing. And if you just follow exactly what I do, you can write a book too. And there are portions of that, but most of it is like, here is the process for you to be successful. And once you get there, right? Like here are the parameters to meet. You can do this. And once you do it, here's an opportunity for you. And getting messages from people who are like, oh my gosh, I'm just like, the fact that this is going to end in, right, being published, filling that gap of where do we go from here is just pushing me even more to get this done. And I'm so excited about that portion. And I'm so excited to make this happen. And it, it is amazing, right? Like how we're able to do dreams and make that happen um, amazes me every day. And that really is the theme of this podcast. That was the question when I first began, can you just create your dream life? Can you? Is that something that's possible? Can you just show up and say, I just want to write books and then start writing books. I, as I hold my own book in my hand right now, um, I would say, yeah, I guess you can. Uh, <laughs> it is not that simple. There's a lot more that goes into that than just that. But that was my to-do when I started on this journey, right? That was what I assigned myself stop attaching myself to someone else's agenda for my life. If it looks like rainbow post-its and actually doing the thing, then that's what it's going to look like. It's not going to look like someone else's thing. It's not going to feel like someone else's thing because it is my thing. I am doing it and I am finding the people that I believe in to bring along with me. And (laughs) 
it is, it is amazing. And I feel so blessed every single day to be doing this. It's crazy. I sort of just started all of this not knowing where we'd get. <laughs> um, and I'm amazed at how life unfolds when you're intentional about it. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Why are we doing this? Okay. So last night I got to run my first community event um, in the vein of the the local foundation and the local foundation is really set up to empower groups of normally independent but very engaged and caring community members right it like empowers them to do that work without having to jump through all the hoops of the things that already exist and without having to become a part of something else that was or wasn't working either way, you know, it really is this like grassroots movement that is more community driven than policy, politics and, and revenue driven. It's this people over profit, we're going to do this type of movement. And we, we want our community to thrive and exist and, and work and happen. And so we're going to do the work. And this really empowers them to do that work. It gives them outlets so that they can go after the money that they're looking for. It gives them the ability and the consistency to take something to right city council and and make that impact that they're they are wanting to make and what is beautiful is that this is this is the test model in this community and if this works we can take it other places and we we can have this really strong model for how to do this and not that that's going to be a one size fits all and that's exactly why this concept is so important. It is not one size fits all. It's not this is how it works. And now we're going to take how it works here and we're going to put it somewhere else. It's this is how it works. And that's super fluid. And when we come into your community, the first thing we're going to do is, is assess the needs of that community and the vested interested members that are there. And did we get everyone last night? Certainly not. We were missing people from our community, but we had such an amazing amount of people and I could not stop smiling. I love facilitating sessions. So that was so much fun for me. Um, I, I loved it. The energy was palpable. It was, it, it, it was so much fun. And you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how I got so lucky then to be assigned this in life, you know, to have it spoken very clearly to me so many times along the way to like 
start with, no, Hannah, you need to change the world. Like you need to start changing people's lives. That is your job. What are you doing? And I'm like, listen, I'm coaching. So like, I'm, I don't know, you know, <laughs> through sport. And it was just like, no more direct than that. What are you doing? how are you doing this? And, you know, sort of weaving through all of that and ending up with this show and with writing on this show and then realizing that, that dreams are like everything to me, that people dreaming and doing and creating and manifesting is like one of the most important jobs that I could ever have on, on in this lifetime. And I don't know, like knowing that I get to be a part of that. And now knowing that a part of those dreams is having an environment where that's possible. And the only way to make that possible, right? And I think about the next generations of people, the only way to make that possible is to create something bigger than each individual thing working towards this greater goal. And we we have to come together. The silos don't work here. And how do we do that? And how do we make that happen? Well, that's sort of the secret in the sauce, right? Like, how do we make that happen? And what would facilitating a session look like? And what I do feel so blessed about was <laughs> in my indecision, in my recommitment, and I'm actually writing this chapter, I think two days from now, I'll be writing on this. In my recommitment to staying in my corporate job and to making that fit, I remember signing up for or being assigned this because we went through a brand change. We got bought out. All of a sudden, there was this onboarding to the new brand, and they paid obscene amounts of money, I'm sure. Or maybe it was a write-off donation. I don't know. Um to Partners in Leadership, who is a company who goes in and they facilitate these sessions and they help onboard and get people to synergize and work together. And as I recommitted to my corporate job and I said, I'm going to make this work and I'll just podcast on the side or I'll probably stop. And it was some crazy thing that I was going to do, but never did because I'm supposed to go this corporate direction and I'm okay with that you know, because this podcast really started just asking that question, what do I even want? Do I want this? What are dreams? If I was going to go after dreams, what does that look like? And, and maybe that does look like this, but I don't really know unless I ask the question. And so I just started kind of wondering on that. And part of the wondering on that was really wondering if corporate life could fit. Maybe I just need something that feels a little bit better, that engages me in this way. And so I signed up to be a culture, I don't even remember what they called it, but I loved it. They're really, it was like marrying two of my favorite things. I loved coaching and leading and driving people towards one common goal. I loved that part of coaching. Now, I did not love the volleyball side of that. 
I thought, well, okay, I don't know that much about volleyball and I don't care to know that much about volleyball, but I do know a lot about structure, about mentality, about the empowerment of human beings. And I love that. And I would study that all day. And so I was very blessed to have people who loved the volleyball side of it because it could have been cricket and I would have been happy. Like I love leading people. Now I did love volleyball more than anything else, but it could have been any sport. I loved that portion. And once I started picking through that, what did I love about that? What, what got me up every day and drove me? That was the thing. And so that was what I was going to get to do in my corporate role. Not only was I going to keep getting to do the marketing and strategy and business development work, now I was going to get to lead and develop people and teams of people. And like, yeah, I got to go into really hard situations and help them find a way through it. And I learned, I worked one-on-one with, um, I was trained as a corporate culture coach and I got to learn from partners in leadership and they really came in and, and infused this structure on how you could do this with any given thing. And I was so blessed to have recommitted, to have signed up for that opportunity, to not have tapped out just because I started doing this thing and I liked it, but I didn't know what that was. And I didn't know if that was going to be the thing. I was still asking that question. And so when I recommitted to that, that's when that opportunity opened up. And what I realized is it was really pretty dang similar to what I had done in my coaching experience. And so then I was like, whoa, I already naturally knew how to do this. And even without having that structure and that language, I did it. And now I have it. And now imagine what else I could do. So then, you know, to have learned that, and that was like a six month course training and developing and then being released, um, to have learned that and done that work, I feel so very blessed that that happened in my life and that I was able to do that and and recommit like that. And then now I get to lead these sessions and so much of those sessions were really built off of what I learned there. And I cannot believe that I'm so lucky to do this work <laughs> and that I get to imagine how it would look different, right? Like I get to go into a meeting and say, gosh, you know what? Every meeting that I go to, there's the same thing, especially when you're talking about bringing a big group of people together. There's the same role and, and movement, right? Here's how it usually goes. Here's how a typical community meeting that I've been to goes. Welcome, everyone. So great to have all of you. Okay, we want to go ahead and go through introductions. Okay, (laughs) so let's go around the room and everybody say who they are and who they're representing. 
Okay, go. Oh, I'm, I'm going to start with you, Dean. Dean, you're going to start us off. Go ahead, stand up, say who you are. No, I was like, we are not starting a meeting like that. That is just certain mud and no, we're not doing it. How can we reimagine what that introduction looks like, right? Like, what does that look like? If, if I got to decide what it looked like, knowing what I know about facilitating meetings like this, it, we got to start with movement. Like if we're sitting in chairs for too long, we're already tapped out. And if we go through everybody who could be at this meeting, right? Like whether it's five or 500, if we go through everybody, we're all going to fall asleep. And we're not going to really get to know anybody, right? We're just going to go, oh, okay, I think I knew that. Oh, I didn't know that. And most of us fall asleep and none of us get anything out of it. So (laughs) I had done this in a meeting that I facilitated before and I thought it was so much fun. So I brought it here. Now we had way too many people to do this effectively and we place them way too close together. So when I do it again, we'll spread those groups out a little bit. But it was electric. It was instant. I couldn't even get people to stop talking no matter how loud I blew my whistle. And yes, we had whistles and, t- and stopwatches and it was so crazy and fun. Um and it, we, we did it. It was speed dating. And what you did first was say who you were, what you represented, what group you represented or business. And then what was one thing you wish community members knew you did for the community or in the community? And oh my gosh, they got 30 seconds each. And so it really was speed dating, like elevator pitch and go, except for it wasn't elevator pitch. It was like, I wish you knew this. I wish more people knew that we do this. Um, and I could not get people to stop talking. I just, I couldn't, I don't know if they couldn't hear each other or what, cause we definitely didn't space out. Right. But it was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful right? Compared to what it could have been, which was like, stand and uncomfortably raise your hand and say who you are. And some people are comfortable with that and some aren't. And it's just like, how can we do that different? And it was awesome. It was such a great place to start the meeting at. And then we roll into letting you come up with all these ideas of what you imagine this town being. And then to end with this, this manifesto, this, this one thing that you want to see this community become, if it could be everything that you envision, what does it look like? And put that in a sentence. And it was, to me, it was powerful. It was exciting. It was engaging. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And it, it did look different and it did feel different. And I, I can't even have, I couldn't even have dreamt this if I wanted to, it was on fire. And I know coming off of that high of that moment, I know that there are going to be more moments and I'm like excited for even more moments like this the challenge of what comes next, the challenge of getting these things done now. 
right? Of following up, engaging, and delivering. And that's what I'm excited about. I'm, I'm feeling so blessed that we had, gosh, I know that I delivered about 70 invitations and we had 50 people plus there last night. So like, that's crazy to me. Um, and being able to engage and know that people associate this brand with delivery and results is really exciting to me. Um, and that we're going to continue to do that work and that I have such a powerful group of, I call it my girl gang, like we're unintentionally a girl gang. Okay. (laughs) I just took people I knew that do not talk, do. And I grabbed everybody that I knew that engaged in that way. And people who were visionaries of what could be and artists and creatives and interested and invested. And I convinced them to get on this team and board. And I feel so lucky to have those people. Without those people, this is nothing. And I feel so lucky to have had the kind of training that I got to know that that training and my continuance of doing that work informed how we move this group forward. And gosh, it was electric. I could be seen smiling probably from outer space. I don't know how I got so lucky to be able to lead and inform this work. And you know, it all started with just asking that question of what is your dream life? And I could have never imagined this. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world! Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.